Hello everyone and welcome to the SMLJ podcast. In today's inaugural episode, we'll be doing two things. First is I'll be giving you an introduction to the SMLJ podcast, what it is and how it would add value to your life. Second is we'll be talking about the ever amazing iPhone 12 and whether you should be buying it right here today in September of 2020. Let's get started. Here we are today in the SMLJ podcast, and you might be thinking, what does SMLJ mean? Well, we're here in Singapore, and you know what SMLJ means, but because I want this to be a family-friendly podcast, and Singapore is a place that is filled with people of all different creeds, sciences, and ages. So SMLJ means Small, Medium, Large, Jumbo. Welcome to the Small, Medium, Large, Jumbo podcast. And I want to give you a short introduction about what this podcast is about and why did I create it in the first place. Ever since I was really young, since I was probably 19 years old, I've always had this dream that I want to have a platform to say whatever I want. But I have always had a job or a responsibility, so whether I was in university, I was from one of the four local youths, or whether I had a proper job, whether it's a corporate communications executive or a copywriter, whatever, I always had to toe the company company line and um, I really couldn't say whatever I want because if I did, I'll probably get fired really soon. So I just started the SMLJ podcast because I've always wanted a platform to say whatever I want and um, I've always wanted a platform for me to share ideas with people that are useful and and in, in a more informal way, I guess. Informal and I just want to say whatever I want. So um, yesterday I was reading The 7 Habits again. So I've been reading 7 Habits since I was 14 years old. And Habit 2 talks about beginning with an end in mind. So to me, the end in mind that I've always had is to be at a stage of my life where I can say whatever I want. And I thought, hey, what better platform than having a podcast? Like I mentioned earlier on, being from a traditional background, um, people, I realized that people would frown on you when you are a little different. Me? Honestly, I can't be more traditional than Yakun Toast in Singapore. As an introduction, I'm a Singaporean, and I went the route of a normal primary school, secondary school, JC, local uni. So I can't be more, more typical. If you bump into me on the MRT, you wouldn't recognize me because I look like the other 10,000 people on the train. And um, just like most Singaporeans, I eat Thai Peng at least three times a week. And um, when it comes to Thai Peng, I also have the same dile- dilemma that all of you have is whether I have enough money to pay for the fish if I orders, order it. So um, that's an introduction to this podcast. Maybe in future episodes, we will have guests. But for now, um, I want you to enjoy me talking. So um, it's my pleasure to be able to chat with you. Um, I will be talking about whatever that comes to my mind. But I want you to I want to assure you that this is not a blog. And along the way I would be seeking to add more value and color to your life to make it worth your while to listen to me and listen to this podcast. In today's episode, our inaugural episode, I want to talk about a personal dilemma I face every quarter every fourth quarter of the year for that matter. And that is should I sell my firstborn to get the latest and greatest iPhone? Here's the view. In fourth quarter of almost for the past few years and this year for that matter, iPhone always Apple always launches the newest iPhone um, in September, October. And every single year I go through this dilemma, should, should I buy the iPhone or not? 
So I went through this process, I went through this thinking process yesterday, and I thought, hey, you know what, I, I think I'm not going to be getting the new iPhone. And the reason for that is very simple. I have an iPhone 11, and my current iPhone is still freaking amazing. So it's an iPhone 11, and when I look through its functions, I realized that it has, an, it has something called the A13 Bionic, a Bionic chip, and it's really, really, that thing is damn powerful. I also bought the 128 gigabyte um, iPhone 11 last year, September of last year, in fact. And I can't, I, I'm not able to finish using the space. Recently, I tried using the camera on my iPhone 11, and I realized, good lord, the back camera is really, 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 really very powerful. Um, so if you guys ever want to do like, you know, v vlogs or you want to be an influencer or you want to do very nice videos, I assure you, if you have an iPhone 11, you have an iPhone 10, you have an iPhone 10s, I assure you that the back camera works very perfectly. So if you ever have any problems with using your back camera of your iPhone to do vlogs or whatever, um, drop, me a, drop me a note. I just recently learned that I can use my Apple Watch as a view viewfinder for taking videos. So I uh, just want to share with you a problem that I've always had with um, taking videos with the back camera of my iPhone. You know, if you if you take videos with the back camera of the iPhone, you can't see a damn thing because um, there's no viewfinder and there's no screen behind the iPhone and there's no, there's no mirror. So I remember when I was in secondary school, uh, my sister had a... I think it's a, so it's a Sony Ericsson phone or something. And uh, when you take photos with that phone which only has a back camera, uh, there's a little mirror at the back so you can see how you approximately would look like. Now with modern iPhones, um, the back cameras are literally useless for taking selfies. So I realized that you can use your um, Apple Watch, if you have one, as a viewfinder to do videos. And that's really, really very effective and it has made me very happy. And um, once again, very satisfied with my old phone. Now with that said, uh, I realized my iPhone 11, which, is, which I bought last year, is still very, very powerful. And there's really no reason for me to get the latest and greatest iPhone 12. I'll be telling you more about what the iPhone 12 does and what are its functions in a bit. So that was the, the, the thinking I had and uh, that helped me make the decision that I probably don't need the iPhone 12 today. For the second smaller reason is that uh, my I, I have I actually have two phones and I have one iPhone 11 and I have another iPhone 6s. So you didn't hear me wrong. I still have an iPhone 6s which I use as a spare phone and um, I'll tell you a secret, I use it as a... I use it to help my grandmother um, register for Sing Pass, so that um, you know she's not tech savvy. So I use it to help her to register Sing Pass, and then um, so whenever she has to go through any government transactions, uh, my dad and I will help her with that using my phone. So I have an old iPhone 6s, and I bought it five years ago, and good lord, that thing still works like gangbusters. It's really really very fast, and it's faster than it's really very fast. It's faster than my laptop, my my MacBook Air. So uh, I, I realized that Apple products uh, have super super longevity, and the, the the software updates just don't end. You know, it's really very impressive that the Apple has support for such a for such a long time for the devices that it pushes out to the market. So I'm pretty sure that my iPhone 11 would stand the test of time. Well, my iPhone 6s has really showed that it is able to stand the test of time. So there is no big I need to upgrade reason for me to get the newest iPhone 12. Uh, just one more thing. Plus, I have reached a point in my life where I have no need to impress anyone at all. Meaning I'm, I'm not single and I don't need to use a phone to attract a girl. The latest phone to attract a girl. 
And um, you know what? My girlfriend thinks that I'm cool for using PayWave with my Apple Watch. Yeah, whenever I like double tap and then PayWave on the MRT or at NTUC, my girlfriend thinks I'm very cool. So I'm, I'm happy with that and I don't need the new iPhone 12 to, to, to show people that I'm very cool. Cool? Now, um, the only reason for me to buy, if I were to buy it, which I'm not, would be for the Pro features and to upgrade to the Pro because my current phone is an iPhone 11. But uh, like I mentioned earlier on, why do I need a Pro phone for? I mean, I can honestly do anything and everything, even with my good old iPhone 6S, much more my iPhone 11. Um, honestly, I don't need 5G. I don't need a movie video camera, which you'll see on the iPhone 12 Pro. I don't need a super retina display, ceramic glass, or a camera that can take photos in an even darker room than the one my life is based on. Oh yeah. Oh yes, oh yes. I remembered saying that this podcast will be adding value to your life, right? So um, instead of just me ranting, I just want to give you some facts about the new iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro and what are the specific functions in it that I, I personally find is very good. And that is why I have this struggle whether should I get the iPhone or not. First, of course, it's 5G and you know and I know that the new iPhone 12 comes equipped with the ability to do 5G and it allows you, 5G allows you to surf at incredible speeds. Here's what I got from the uh, Apple website. 5G transforms iPhone with accelerated wireless speeds and better performance on congested networks. Now you can download huge files on the go or stream high quality HR movies without all the lag. iPhone also has the most 5G bands of any smartphone so you can get 5G in more places. And all that speed opens up amazing possibilities for the future of apps. Now that's from the Apple website. Sounds very professional, sounds really good. But I am really worried though about 5G because at a maximum speed of 1 gigabyte per second, which is 1 Gbps, it will honestly just take me 12 seconds to run out of my monthly data plan. So my monthly data plan right now with um, M1 Mobile One is 12 gigabytes. Good lord, you just imagine if I have 5G, I would run out of my space, run out of my, run out of my data plan in just a, less than a minute. But hey, 5G is really cool and it's literally the stuff of the future. So if, you, if, if that, that uh, rocks your boat, I encourage you to get the iPhone 12. But the camera, let's talk about the camera on the iPhone 12. And the iPhone 12 Pro shoots 4K HDR video with Dolby Vision. I'll say that again. The iPhone 12 Pro shoots 4K HDR video with Dolby Vision. From the Apple website, it says, With this insanely fast chip, iPhone 12 Pro lets you shoot 4K Dolby Vision video up to 30 frames per second. Now, I am not a camera aficionado, but I know this is pretty good and I'm very, very sure that you can take you can do very good videos, um, videos like, like movie-like videos with your iPhone 12 Pro. But once again, I am just one guy speaking to myself in my room and I really don't need such a good camera. But hey, if you are you are a pro and you want to do really good videos, I really encourage you to get the iPhone 12 Pro. Another very good function of the iPhone 12 is its ceramic shield glass. Ah, 
the ceramic shield glass. As Apple professes, this is the strongest glass on an iPhone. This is really good, really really very good. And it means that you can drop your phone from higher places, you don't have to worry when you are you drop your phone while you're taking out your keys, drop it in the lift when you're pressing the button, whatever. And um, honestly, my, my iPhone 11 has, I've dropped it like a hundred times and it hasn't broke. So I'm very sure that iPhone 12 with its ceramic glass, ceramic shield glass would definitely, definitely be good. Now my girlfriend has this tendency to break phone screens when going overseas. So I think um, this ceramic shield glass is, uh, is good for her and good for anyone who's kind of rough with their phones. Well, just a little bit of a side note. I've given her two phones in the past, I think two, three years, two, three years, and she broke the both of them when she went overseas. Good lord. I wonder why. But yeah, that's why ceramic shield glass is something that is useful. Next up, let's talk about the screen. Screen on the iPhone 12 is something called the Super Retina Display. Well, what does it mean? Here's what I know what it means. Movies, photos, and documents, and websites, of course, will look better on your iPhone 12. There'll be something called deeper blacks. Pixels will look closer together and generally just look a lot better. Now, what does it mean that better? Better than what? Obviously better than the iPhone 11. I'm not sure if it will be better than the 11 Pro or the 10s because those have very good, I believe called OLED displays. But to me, Super Retina display is good. And uh, just one point to mention, Super Retina display this time round is available on both the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro. Unlike previous years where the OLED display is only available on the Pro variants. So uh, this, year's, this year's iPhone 12 launch is quite interesting because there seems to be very little, seems to be lesser variants actually um, between the Pro and the non-Pro versions. So that's quite interesting. And speaking of little variants, let's talk about the design. Now um, both iPhones are completely the same size. So the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro are completely the same size. I'm not comparing between the Mini and the Max. Obviously, those are different sizes. But this is this is also a difference from past years because in previous years, the iPhone 11 was bigger than the iPhone 11 Pro. This year, wise to this year too, um, the the new iPhone 12 is really pretty. Come on, uh, if you look at it right now, uh, it has flat side edges. So. Um, this is a podcast, I can show you pictures. But what the flat side edges essentially mean is that your iPhone 12 would have um, flat side edges and it looks kind of like the iPhone 4 and 5. And that's not a bad thing because high, uh, the flat side edges gives you better grippability. I'm not sure if there's such a word, but it definitely helps you to grip your phone better and helps, helps it to slide a little lesser and helps it to fall off your hand lesser. I like the um, unlike the 10, 11, 10s, which is which has rounded edges and is a little bit slippery, so I'm quite excited about the flat side edges because I've been a fan of the iPhone 4 and 5 for like forever. You know, last time in fact, um, I thought that the the iPhone SE, which was launched early this year, I thought the iPhone SE will look like the iPhone 12 Mini. So that was what I thought about, I think three years ago, and I kept telling my girlfriend that. Uh, iPhone SE will be coming out and will look like the a smaller version of iPhone 10. Well, looks like it's happening. Uh, so this is quite a lovely design and 
iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro are the same size like I mentioned. There are different finishings on both devices though. Uh, I'll just give you a short elaboration on what I mean by that. iPhone 12 has a glass back and aluminium sides. So you heard me, iPhone 12 without the Pro has a glass back and aluminium sides. iPhone 12 Pro has a matte back with shiny sides. So how iPhone 12 Pro looks like is um, it looks more like jewellery by the side, so it's very shiny and it has a matte black finish at the back. Well, the shiny sides uh, are good for you if you like shiny stuff. So I know some people like shiny stuff and uh, it's, it's just really very... It's not garish but it's very shiny and quite pretty actually, it looks like jewellery. So if you want something bling bling, uh, I, I would recommend you to get the iPhone 12 Pro because it's quite bling. I think with, with sun reflection you can, it can blind you. So which one is better? It's really up to your budget, you know, up to your budget and preference. But me, um, honestly, though, this is my personal opinion, but I would love a mix of both. So for example, um, I would like a matte back with aluminium sides. So there you go. Uh, those are my thoughts on the new iPhone. How much does it cost? Well, um, the iPhone 12 starts at $1,149. And the iPhone 12 Pro starts at $1,649. <sighs> Interestingly though, the phone will not come with a charging brick this year, meaning um, there's no charger, there's no ch that charger thing that you always get with every phone. And also, um, the, new, the new phone will not come with a headphone. Apple says that this is for the environment. And since most everybody would have a charging brick and headphone anyway, they decided not to add this into the box. What this also means is that the box will be smaller, meaning there will be a lesser environmental impact on, on the world. Well, actually, I'm, I'm not complaining about this because um, there are clearly substantial environmental benefits with this move. Um, I want to be as much of as an environmentalist as I can. I don't use straws. I try to minimize my use of plastic bag, yada, yada, yada. And I'm supportive of Apple doing this well, we should all aim to leave this world a better place than we found it, right? Now, final question. Should you get an iPhone 12 or Pro? Like I said, for me, the answer is a no, because my iPhone 12, sorry, my iPhone 11 and 6S are still kicking Piku as we speak. Well, you can consider getting the iPhone 12 if you are using an iPhone 8 or older, or, or just using some old phone and you, the upgrade means more to you because that's where you will derive the most benefits. Otherwise, maybe you can save the money and wait for iPhone 13 bar. For me, I would definitely wait till iPhone 13. Another reason is because um, my M1 plan still has 12 months to go. And 12 months is quite fast, right? You know, this year with COVID, the year just flew by like that late. I think the next 12 months will be also quite fast. Lah. And that's that. Thank you for listening to this first this first episode of the Small Medium Large Jumbo podcast. <laughs> yep, SMLJ podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. I should be talking about circuit breakers saving money. We'll see what happens next week. Bye!